0: Welcome back to Dylan Friends Minis. Jesus, oh, ah, just good to be back. It's good to be back on the airwaves doing things, being back in civilization. And I have two very special guests today producer Sam and, and Sam Dalton. There was some big things last week. Dalton, you debuted last week. I did. You made impact. Did I? And Sam was a little bit jealous. Where's he been? I don't know. It was my idea to get Sam on. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about that. Um, Mate, it was great to have you on. Hey, by the way, a little bit of feedback for you. um, Last week, got some great messages. One from Dougald, who said he loved the story about um, your career change. Oh, really? Yeah, you've inspired him. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, so. What did he say? What did he say? No, he said, thanks so much. Love the chat. Um, You know, he's in a similar position at the moment you know tossing up whether he changes career paths and it was a great chat to hear from Sam
1: ah that's lovely from Dougal I hope he goes well wish yeah. him well
0: yeah awesome so boys you know I went on my resilience camp oh, actually sorry just to start incredible feedback and I must say thank you to you two for, for you know the input for last week's episode hey team effort here isn't it mm. it's a bloody team effort for this stuff oh yeah yeah you know I get to sit down and talk to these amazing guests but can I do it without you guys probably probably okay (laughs) (laughs) you know i probably could yeah would it be as good probably but i love doing it with you guys and it's awesome so i really appreciate that but in saying that the the, yeah the feedback from the richard harris episode in all seriousness thank you to you guys incredible research we love that story and we've loved the the feedback on it too so thank you so much we're going to try and do some you know we love just trying to find cool stories and cool episodes to do which You know, relevant to that episode we spoke about was the caving and how scared I was, you know, going into this camp that I went to in Tasmania um, over the weekend and boy, oh, boy. How did it go? It was a a game changer for me. Great camp. I had had so much fun. You said to me it was life-changing. And I don't say that – like I say that in a way that I just learned some really cool things and it was good to – I didn't have my phone for three days with Vodafone. So I, can, I drive literally just three suburbs down the road and don't have my phone for, you know, an hour sometimes, but didn't have my phone for three days. Couldn't get on, no, nothing at all. We're in the middle of the mountains in, in Cradle Mountain. I went on this camp with 13 other guys. Um, I only really knew one of them with, with my brother-in-law, James, and the 12 other dudes that I'd never met before. And I rocked up on this camp thinking they all knew each other, but I, and I was the only one, but I did not know any of these guys. And it just showed me how important it is to continually put yourself out of your comfort zone and i wouldn't have done this if i didn't sort of get roped into it by my brother-in-law and butters who, who we spoke about last week that we were on the show but it was seriously exactly what i needed we you know had so much fun and and obviously it was very challenging as well which was which was really cool you'd recommend it i would seriously recommend that you know resilience builds, but i would recommend just just doing it yourself and um you know the phone towers and, and the hustle and bustle when it was it was sick yeah we we went up there to cradle mountain i was telling this to sam like and and you sam but We've got to get some new fucking names for this show because it's hard for them to, to, to <laughs> differentiate people people, people, people have called me S-Bone in the past. Okay, S-Bone SD. And I was saying, you know, people that listen to the show consistently would know I am a bit of a, like, pissant when it comes to things, okay? Like, I hate going away from home, I hate staying out of my own bed. You know, I get really uncomfortable, you know, staying away without, you know, friends and family. I hate when I don't have reception. It freaks me out. I hate bus trips. I hate sleeping in the same room with people I hate when people snore I don't like caving And literally in the first day Every fucking thing happened I was on this bus with a three hour drive Around this I was nearly about to throw up Didn't know anyone mm. Staying in this room With people snoring Like it was Straight away just out of your comfort zone I was like Oh fuck You know I just don't know why I did this But literally it was just forced to get through it And I know that sounds small But it was like Really hard to overcome And um Yeah it was sick Anyway the caving Yeah how did you go Oh, It was tough it was seriously tough to do. We, we walk in this place called Moles Creek in Tassie and, um, yeah, these caves, you know, the caves, if you've ever been caving before, like it's not the most comfortable thing. But um, if I had been there with like you guys, I don't think I would have done it because, you know, when you're like with your mates and you're sort of like, oh, no, nah, fuck that, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but I was with like guys that I'd never met before. Were they, I was like, were they kind of like rooting for you to do it or were they, they, were awesome. were they pretty chill? Mate, I was going to say like these guys that I'd never met, after the three days, we were just like d&m and loving each other like it was that good yeah it was so cool but like going back to your
2: friends like if you're with your mates they'd just be going like just do it just do it well, but they might have been like going like come on you yeah can you do can it. do it man
0: but yeah that but also like when you're with your mates like i didn't feel like i was like my mates like me anyway Like i don't feel like i need to impress them at no. all not that there was a thing that i wanted to impress them because it was for me but they were just really supportive and basically yeah there's two people that took us through these caves one was at the back one was at the front and i was like there's no fucking way I'm going at the front because if I go then everyone's behind me I'm like how the fuck am I going to get out so I was at the back and had this girl Yasmin um, she was like from Sweden I think and she was like literally just talking to me like bit by bit going through and yeah it was super tough but like got through it somehow like I honestly don't know how I did it but I I don't think that is cured but it's like I feel like I've got one up on that for you now which is That's sick yeah. um, and that was on the first day then we, we climbed Cradle Mountain and advocate, uh, the advocacy for ta- Tasmania that I have is second, like, it is unbelievable. It's a beautiful Be- place. you been?
1: Yeah, once for a wedding. I haven't explored it as much as I'd like to.
0: You've been? Yeah, I went oh. went down to uh, mainly see Mona.
2: And then just fill that in, but great place. Yeah, more of an outdoors sort of guy. We got an Airbnb up in, like, the hill up near Hobart. Lovely. Yeah, it's beautiful.
0: Beautiful. So, yeah, I couldn't recommend anyone getting to Tasmania more. It's absolutely stunning. The fresh air up there is just – is absolutely beautiful. Um, Yeah, so we we climbed Cradle Mountain. It was unreal, like, bouldering, got to the top, went down. I think it was nearly a 20K hike we did that day. Shit. And then the next day we did um, some canyoning and abseiling, which was just awesome. And then that night we did like a bit of a vulnerability session mm. and that was like – Not really, forced. Not forced. It was just if you want to talk and everyone ended up talking but some incredible stories and, um, yeah, it's weird. Like these guys I've never met are all from all around Australia. I've like got this really cool bond with all these dudes that we went with. Yeah, that's very nice. Now we- back, to, back to the – um,
2: I want to go back to the phone addiction kind of thing yeah. you were talking about earlier. How quick into the trip did you start feeling real good? Because like there's like an hour after not using your
0: phone that you're going to like – It's it's starting to feel good. Once the anxiety left a bit, because you you have that, like I always have that sort of anxiety with like my phone going, if something went wrong, how would someone contact me? Like if something happened at home and like I needed to know. It's irrational. Irrational. It's irrational. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, I'm just like jittering, like trying to get, get reception. But then, yeah, probably, yeah, like two, three hours after that, you just settle down, you relax and... I was like, fuck, okay, this is this is reality now. And, and you just start to enjoy it. And, you know, some people have reception, so you just message people. I called Charles and I was just like, look, I've got a reception for the next few days, so if you need me, just call this number. Yeah, um, that's nice. It was good. It's like a detox. It was a, a massive detox, yeah. Because yeah. you're an addict. No,
2: we all, oh, yeah. we all like I'm saying, we all are. We all are. It's fucking yeah. bad.
1: With, with the caving, how tight did the caves
0: get? Tight. Tight as. Was crawling my, through them. You were saying yeah. one guy, like, was – like almost. Oh, one of the facilitators, Nick Far, shout out to him. He uh, a, a bigger, big man, um, and he said it himself. They, the, the lady that was doing it, was like, "This is the biggest guy we've had come through this cave." Wow! And she's like, "I didn't think." She's like telling him to turn back, and he's a facilitator on the camp. He's climbed Everest and stuff. He goes, "I'm getting this fucking done."
1: Oh great! And yeah, the do you boys reckon that was planned? Pulling,
0: oh, I think it I think it might have been but I, I was actually in the other group the okay. boys were pulling him like pulling him through pulling him go i feel ahead. like he
2: might have took the guy aside and was like let's make a scene
0: Nah, no nah, because the, the the lady was seriously like oh you've got to turn back like that's awesome you've done it now because the first bit was a, a test so you do this test part where it's like this really really tight part and i wish they told me this at the start because it would have been a lot easier that was the hardest part so you go in there you do this test where you climb like on a 45 degree angle up this slope that's maybe two meters but you literally have to like put your head to the side and you, you, you're back hitting and you've got to breathe to like get through and you go up into that and then everyone's up there, then you've got to come back down. And once you do that, if you can get through that, you can get through the rest of it. That's like the peak. The peak. But they didn't tell us that because, you know, they want to keep challenging. And there was other really, really hard parts, but that was the hardest part. And that was when Nick, they literally had to pull him, like get his arms and pull him through. It took and he him was yelling. 20 minutes to do it. He said he was yelling. He was like,
2: like, I'm doing it.
0: I was like, I I was like, oh. So, yeah, it was awesome. A big thanks to, you know, everyone there that helped me out with that because it, um, it was very uncomfortable. It's interesting you say
1: that. Um, if we were there, that maybe you wouldn't have done it. Mm. But just that—that that, you've got a, f- a fear of caves, but the f- the fear of embarrassment is perhaps bigger. But I think everyone's probably in the same boat that you don't want to—you don't want to stand out, or uh, yeah, you don't want to get embarrassed in front of people you don't know that well.
0: Literally, and we got to the. Um we got to the start of like before it and Butters was like doing this chat and he's like, all right, guys, um, you know, this is going to be uncomfortable. Like we're not going to enjoy this. And this is straight off the bus. So no one knows each other here. There's like groups of three, you know, I knew my brother-in-law and there's different groups and, and whatnot. And they're like, this is uncomfortable. None of you know each other. He goes, this is not going to be everyone's cup of tea. There's going to be times where you panic. You've got to try and stay calm. you got to breathe. you got to do all these things. And then he gets to the end of it and he goes, and you know what? At the end of the day, just fucking get it done. And – when I was in the cave, I was like, all right, I'm going to try all these things on a calm. I'm going to breathe. All those things didn't fail. Then it got to the end one. I was like, all right, just fucking do it. <laughs> just, like None of the strategies worked except for that last one. Get so You were ticking all the boxes. I was ticking all of them. None and of them worked. <laughs> just get it done. Yeah, just, just get it done was the last one. So it was sick. It was sick. Hey, um, what are you guys scared of? Have you got a fear? Have you got a, a rational, half a rational, rational fear? Have you got I reckon fear? rational, uh, deep
2: sea. Oh, like, yeah. But not even deep sea. I'm talking about like too deep to stand in. <laughs> like, oh, I, like out the back of the waves at the beach yeah just like anywhere where you start losing your feet like I don't know I, I just start like thinking there's there's anything under there
0: have you had an experience where you've been swept
2: away or no it's it's got nothing to do with tides I'm actually not scared of tides things like that it's more just like when I'm floating I don't know what's underneath there I don't know what movie I must have watched when I was younger yeah. mm. but something's really set me off like I, I want to do a triathlon this year mm. you'll probably jump on that bandwagon yeah, I'll and, beat you. and then I won't finish it <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, I'm real scared of the swim. Like I want to do the swim, but it's always in the sea. Is it better if you can see the
1: bottom, if the water's clear or? Oh yeah.
2: hundred yeah. percent. If it's like in like, cause I went, I've been, I went scuba diving in Hawaii. Great trip. Shout out to mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was all clear. No problems. Yeah. No issues. Um, think about it as well when you're doing that swim swimming and triathlon you're going to have like hundreds of other people in the water at the same time so it'll, that might help yeah definitely so like if something comes like a shark it, or something low chance of it being that. yeah you gonna you know, <laughs> 1 in 99 chance yeah I'll swim in the middle someone else <laughs> and you're probably going to get kicked in the face too but yeah you know what's funny about fears for me that is not an issue but like caving for you is probably not an issue
2: yeah I don't have any claustrophobia I'd be fine okay
0: yeah I'd, I'd be a bit cosy in there I reckon
2: yeah SD card
1: <laughs> <laughs> um my fear, which I'm kind of in the midst of, uh, fear of flying. Really? Yeah, I had quite a bad flight, stuck up in the air in a storm with, with quite bad turbulence and the lady behind me was was yelling out constantly, we're going to die, we're going to die. <laughs> um, and about a year after it wasn't really a thing but I used to, we discussed this last week, I used to work in the city in a corporate job in quite a tall um, building and mm. had to ca- catch the lift up to level 29 and all of a sudden I real I, I, I noticed I started getting pretty nervous with the um, dropping up and down feeling and I sort of started relating it back to mm. that fear of flying. Oh. Luckily it was during COVID so I didn't actually have to face the fear for a while because no one could catch flights yeah, but fuck. just recently I hopped on a plane and managed to overcome it but <laughs> yeah. yeah there was a couple of It's a couple of scary moments when they actually closed the door and I realised that I was stuck in there and uh, couldn't get off even if I wanted to.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to freak out mid-flight. But it's weird, isn't it? When you know you don't have a choice, like you said, you can't actually – sometimes it's better. Like when you know you have a choice to back out, that's when you actually freak out because there's an option. On the flying thing, how cool was it when you were a kid – I don't know if anyone remembers this, that feeling when you're like driving with your mum in the car – and you go down a hill and your stomach drops. Do <laughs> you, you like remember that. that? You like that. I loved it. That's, that's
1: <laughs> the fear feeling for oh, me.
0: yeah, okay. So, there you go. Well, we have got um, a couple of messages that came in actually today. Some we can't repeat. They were a little bit – they're very funny, but we can't um, put them on. But here is another rational fear. Here we go.
2: Hi, my name's AJ. I'm from Canberra. I'm absolutely petrified of cats, mate. Even kittens and that, like just being in a
1: room with them, I'm absolutely petrified. The fear started back when I was a kid a cat. I had a meeting of a cat and this didn't go well, but I'm absolutely petrified. And, uh, shout
0: out to the main man, producer Sam. Shout out to, which one's he talking about?
2: Probably, probably, um, uh, producer sd card because he was on the podcast last sd week. card yeah yeah he yeah. said the main man though could that be s bone you know what just a quick funny one with producer sam just we'll come back to aj yeah. is that i went to uh football training for the first time mm. in a long time and a guy came out to me and he and he said his friend couldn't believe that he played footy with producer sam <laughs>
0: do you know what's funny about this i know i've actually been to sam's training with him before yeah and he reckons that half the people in his team had never spoken to him before. He <laughs> 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 said there was people coming out of the woodworks from everywhere yeah. before yeah. they knew that he was before a producer. they knew that, no before they knew it was producer Sam. Yeah, uh, well,
2: your key demographic like footy training like everyone everyone listens yeah. to these podcasts. Yeah, no, we, we love that and we, we love them down pr- there. We thank bloody you. bloody back love
0: to that. AJ. Yeah, um, AJ, thank you so much for the message. I can feel this one for AJ. I had a very similar circumstance when I was young. We had a cat called Shackles. <laughs> and Shackles, it was funny, the name, actually, the, the name Shackles was my sister Jess. The name was, you know that song? Get the shackles off my feet yeah. so I could dance. I don't. But I don't just want to praise you. you. back. I just,
2: just
0: want to praise you. Her. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that was a song and that was her name. And she hated me. She was like this cat where you really love her, she would be fine, like laying on your chest and then all of a sudden she's fucking, she just snap, and just Ooh. like attack you. And I feel like for a lot of people that, I don't think this is, I th- sorry, I feel like this is a quite a common fear with cats. They're very irrational. Like yeah. they just, they're just, they quite scary. Like, AJ, I'm with you, my man. I don't um, have any strategies of, of being able to do with that, but let's maybe get a cat expert on yeah. if we can. What else, what else we got on the line? Yeah, what else we got on the line? Mate, there's heaps on the line, but I do want to get to one message that, was, I, that made my absolute day, and I just love this stuff that we just get in here on the hotline. Give us a call any time. Megan and Christy. (laughs) Megan and Christy, who are my absolute best, best mates. Hey, they called in and um, called in from a very, very interesting setup, which um, we can't think of enough.
2: Uh, hi, Dil. It's your two um, your, your top two female fans here. We're at um, Megan's wedding. Say so hi. Hey, I just thought I'd take a quick moment out of my wedding day just to give you a call and let us let you know how we're going. Um, my cousin Christy and I are big fans. We bought uniform, which we call your merchandise. Um, we listen to every episode. Christy likes to write in. You like to call her c dub, C dub from a Darcy Bestiard. So but keep up the, the great work. Um, we're big fans. Um, figured out we're mutual uh,
1: friends of the show <laughs> at her wedding. So <laughs> it's just like crazy. just for the big events, you know, like <laughs>
2: um
0: yeah put us on the show yeah illy illy XX. <laughs> xx oh we love that illy xx to dubs. illy xx to megan happy wedding day to both of you is that what they said they at wedding days they met on the yeah. their cousins but they met on Look, the wedding day it was days, hard so they, to tell they were having a good time they're having a bloody good time <laughs> yeah. um we appreciate sure that hope you had a bloody fantastic wedding we'd love to know more about that yeah send another one send another, another one, one, one in Let us hey, know i'm recently married us. too you know yeah yeah we got that yeah it sounds like a fun wedding day it does
2: Real fun. I wonder what they did. I reckon that
0: Shackles song would have played. Definitely. Boys, just quickly as well, plenty of content going around. We're all very big into, you know, our podcasting, our movies, everything we love. We love it. We love it. We love watching. We love consuming good things. Content. Content. It's good. You know, we hope we provide some for some people. We hope we hope that. But we also like to consume it from everyone else. Give us a listen um, – give us, a sorry, some insight into what you guys have been listening to a podcast, maybe an episode to be – specific mm. that we can talk about. Do you want to go first? You yeah, you hit yeah. us. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um I've actually been listening to a lot of American podcasts lately, like Logan Paul, these ones cuz like I just love them. I love what they're doing. But I listened to this specific episode from Full Send. have You heard of Full Send? Yeah. I like the, those yeah, guys yeah, that yeah, do yeah. the pranks yeah. at golf courses and stuff. Yeah, Nelk. Nelk. Yeah. Yeah, same, same thing. I think that's them. Thanks. And um anyway, Full Send, they did an episode with Gary V. Who I love Gary Vee. I know people take the piss out of Gary V, but I fucking love Gary Vee. Like he seriously I don't care what anyone says. Do an impression he's Gary. He's inspirational. V. Yeah, you know like No, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was <fun>. I know <laughs> Gary Vee, but for those that maybe don't oh, know. Oh, but Gary so v. for those I, I don't think there isn't anyone <laughs> no, who doesn't know, know Gary Vee. Yeah, yeah. Gary Vee is a um like an entrepreneur, he's like the biggest, like most positive business guy just puts all these like messages out to young people. Like you obviously like some guy going up to Gary like, man, you changed my life. He goes, no, no, you fucking change your life, man. You fucking change your life. You fucking do it. You get out there. He's like, I want to change my career. Yeah, quit your job. Quit your job. Quit uni. Like he just does all this stuff. He's sick. But basically the episode was about how he made 90 million on NFTs and crypto, like crypto and stuff like that. And he sort of, you know, I'm really into this space. I love crypto. I love NFTs. I still don't really understand it that well. But the way he... It described it was all these people bashing NFTs and crypto are the same people that bashed the internet when it first came out. Yeah, and he's saying like the internet was something that we had no fucking idea that it was, but the early adopters were so onto it and like ready and and you know parents were like, "What's this shit?" You know, it's never going to go well. It's the exact same thing, and the often the people that you know are saying this is like they're turning into their parents. And, like, you're doing the same thing with crypto and NFT. Like, it's bygone that this isn't going to go away anymore. Like, crypto is here to stay. It's, you know, it's it's PayPal. It's on MasterCard. It's on banks. Use it. All this stuff. And um, NFT is just going to be a way of, of going. And the really cool example we gave about artwork was ha- how they – you know, the excuse with NFTs where people go, oh, I can just copy that JPEG and save it. It's mm. like, well, you can use that same excuse in real life. Yeah. So you can go you can go wear a gold necklace, right? And there's no way that I can tell that gold necklace is actually fake. In NFTs, I can actually go on the blockchain and go and know who owns that exact JPEG, like who owns that exact picture. So What is the blockchain? Can you explain that? Oh, (laughs) fuck no. I (laughs) seriously can't explain
2: like This isn't like a producing. I genuinely don't know. No,
0: I seriously can't explain like what it is. But just listen to this episode. He does explain how it works. But basically what he's saying is on the blockchain, which is where... I I could be fucking stuffing this up, but where everything is like housed. So like, you know, open seas where you go and buy it and all this sort of stuff. But on the blockchain, you can go and see where people own things. So it's actually the exact opposite to what people are saying because you know who owns everything. And that's what we're all about. Unfortunately, sometimes we are quite materialistic. Like we want new things. We want to show, we want to flex that we have it. And you actually can do that and you actually do own it. So it's pretty cool. And NFTs as well. I don't want to get too much into this, but you don't even have to one thing that is really awesome is with Gary V, for example, it's not just a photo, like you can have an experience attached to that. So when he first bought his out, they were selling for two thousand dollars and it was a J it was like a you know a photo, but then it also had a experience attached to it. So each year you get to go to VCON, which is like you know, like a Comcon thing where he runs and this show and it's only people that have that NFT can go. Oh, yeah. Now that's worth forty thousand dollars. So they were worth two grand, now they're worth forty K. And you hold that for the year, you can keep going to it. Each time that sells on, Gary V gets a percentage of that selling. So there's heaps of stuff there. I'm not even going to try and go into it too much, but listen to – there's so much shit out there about NFTs. I love it. I want to get an episode um, about it. It's really, really interesting.
1: What was that podcast called again? That
0: was called Full Send, and there was the episode with Gary V. They get on some interesting guests, those guys? I see clips of it. Right, they had Khabib. They had um, you know, Mike Tyson. Mike
2: Tyson. They love, like, interesting characters like that. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. Yeah, good, good one. My one's less interesting. It's just um, one of the ones from Armchair Experts with Dax Shepard. You love Dax. You know, like when you've got like your comfort show, Mm. you know, like something just makes you feel at home. Like it's either a TV show. A lot of people would say like, that about like Friends or something. I'm one of those people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) Armchair Experts is that show for me. Makes me feel real nice, cozy. And the episode that I listened to recently was with Nick Offerman. He was on Parks and Rec. He's like the guy who, he's always like wood chopping and stuff. I don't know what to say. (laughs) It was just a, it was a very comforting episode. He seemed like a really nice, empathetic guy and oh, uh, he's really funny this guy I just looked up his photo I
0: love him yeah
2: he's like it's always like, in comedies Yeah, uh, but he yeah he just spoke about like the way he built like his empathy in life and he seemed very genuine well thought out and he loves crafts stuff I don't really like it yeah. but it
0: sounded nice hey, how interesting is this I just looked him up yeah Nicholas David Offerman is an American actor, writer, comedian, producer and professional carpenter. Yeah. On the podcast, he said everyone builds up the fact that he's like a carpenter. He is like very good, but
2: he also kind of hates that because there's so many people he know that's better than him, which again, empathetic, very humble. It was a really good episode. Was cool. he anything
1: like his Parks and Rec character?
2: No. I think his Parks and Rec character is kind of like, terrible and like hates everyone and he seemed very nice and like just just seemed like a lovely guy it was it was a a nice listen i listened to it whilst i was making dinner which is a a common one to do that isn't it it's beautiful it's a real happy place so i'd recommend that one for someone who just wants to just enjoy an hour of just chill chill time Mm. nice bit of me time.
0: i I go to tasmania to do that yeah i know you do (laughs) to the mountains
2: yeah with uh what's his name (laughs) nick
1: cut that out uh sd card i've got lots of time in the garden to listen to things my mm. favorite at the moment uh is the rewatchables podcast yeah man where they talk about a movie that they deem as a rewatchable which is often a like sort of a classic movie yes uh they've got a bunch of different or common common segments that they use to discuss a movie uh and the one that i listened to was uh about super bad oh yeah classic um classic comedy takes when i think of it i it takes me back to the time I actually watched it sitting in my living room and just was like in tears laughing the whole time. Yep. And, yeah, it's just it's a good listen. sort of
0: takes you back to the uh, all of the scenes and you sort of relive it and makes you want to watch it again. I love that podcast. I think I've listened – like I always watch that. I don't watch it. I listen to that when you watch a movie that's like got hidden messages in it. Yeah. So say, for example, like I haven't checked this, but I would always go and be like, okay, um, June. You know, I saw that recently. That would be like an awesome episode Because they unpack it They go what was the meaning of this What was the meaning yeah. of that And they like It's it's awesome when you Like it's good to listen to the comedy ones And movies you like But it's also those ones where you're like Oh what what did you mean by that And another one I really want them to bring one out Is Tenet Have you seen Tenet? With I um, have yeah. yeah Like that'd be one Like I feel like I understand that no, movie I what happened but I would love for someone to just like get other people's point of view because I've chatted to six people about it and I'm like, what? you know, we've all got different parts yeah. but maybe that's I've never point. even
2: like attempted
0: to figure out what that movie's about. No, nah, it's bloody hard. We won't go into it but yeah, interesting. Um, quickly as well, a uh, quick movie that you've been watching. I watched one. The, I feel like this, this movie isn't a massive like movie. I, it's not on like anything but for some reason when I had Foxtel years ago, I used to watch it heaps. Fallon? Ever seen this movie, Fallon? Like it doesn't even have any actors in it that I honestly know. I think I know the poster. The poster. So basically it's about this guy that is a family man, a guy breaks into his house, he kills the robber and then goes to jail. It's really good. He goes in, he has to like adapt to this prison life being a normal guy, like join like these gangs and stuff like that, but um, while his family try and get him out. So I'll check that out. You can that actually, looks good. Yeah, it's really cool. You can. It's hard to find. I think you can rent it off like Apple TV or, or Amazon, but yeah, it's sick. Correct. Rating out of five? I really enjoy I'd seriously give it like – it's not like cinematic going. Fuck, that was the best movie produced. But it's like just a good storyline. I'd give it a seven, seven, and a half.
2: Very good. That's seven point four on uh, IMDb. There you go. Usually reliable.
1: What have you watched, Sammy?
2: Oh, okay. Mine's a uh, rewatchable. I think that they're actually all rewatchable. No, but- I watched Arrival the other night again, which oh, is um the the, the 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 sci-fi movie and it's about, Jeremy Renner. It's like a- <laughs> yes, it's like a real <laughs> <laughs> realistic. <laughs> yeah, see Jeremy Renner. He's very good in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real realistic aliens come to earth movie and it's probably from like maybe seven years ago five years ago yeah i don't reckon that long ago same same director that did uh june it's like he's yeah. like and Sicario, stepping to stone oh, for Sicario, june yeah. but so good very good oh it's the best no, all yeah. right that was is it amy adams is in that yeah yeah amy adams, yeah, yeah so a comfort I, movie even made. if you're not a big film person or not into movies definitely check it out because yeah. it is probably like a top 20 of the bit last of, bit of a mind bender it is it makes yep. you really think. Bit of a twist. The twist is good. The twist is very good. Mm. Chicken twist.
1: Uh, I haven't been watching a movie. Um, actually, no, I did see a movie recently. Um, you took me on a friend date to Gold Class. Sam. Um, <laughs> <That's
2: really laughs> all nice. expenses we paid, gonna...
1: full experience. That's super Five nice. course meal that Sam paid for. Well, yeah. he had a voucher. Wow. Well, super um, nice. Yeah, it was lovely. It was really nice sitting there. We saw King Richard about Serena venus and their father richard yep. williams yep and sort of yeah delved into their relationship and sort of the role he played in their tennis
0: career i haven't seen that yet would you recommend obviously not <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the, no the i enjoyed primer, it the I enjoyed primer It looks really good i enjoyed it went for a long time and i did i didn't feel like it
0: dragged but did go for like two hours 20 so oh, i'm really interested to see this because i want to see the story of venus and serena is it is it, does it give enough on them specifically or is it more about the dad it actually
1: focuses on Venus the most out yeah. of the kids yeah. but it's more probably more about the dad yeah, um, right. doesn't really take away from from their achievements at all yeah. but it sort of just sort of shows how his approach to sort of training them and yeah. I guess breaking down the class system yeah in um, where are they from Compton Com- Compton yeah. Yeah. I must
0: admit I saw the um The preview, and I had the headphones in. You know, when you're really, you know, in it and you're watching it, and I was getting a bit teary.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: I was getting a bit going, well, you know, this this was bigger than, you know, bigger than sport, bigger than, the what you know, what they were doing for, you know, the African-American community coming into tennis and, like, it was fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, with,
2: the, with the Venus, like, the movie ends when she's, like, 16. So it's not like how you okay, think. Okay, so it doesn't, doesn't go, go on to. It doesn't go to adulthood. Uh, it's okay. all about, like, the dad and just, like, breaking through that wall of classism in the US and, like, yeah, right. African-Americans obviously not having as good of a uh, chance as everybody else basically
1: yeah 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 i definitely cried a few times in it as yeah. well yeah it got me a few times but that, with, yeah but that was got lovely it. sitting there in the comfortable seats of um gold class and hand in um, hand hand in hand yeah <laughs> it was lovely <laughs> love that well um, done yeah also been watching euphoria I haven't watched that yet. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, like, yet. It's becoming it's a bit of a cultural good. movement. I needed to watch it because so many people were talking about yeah. it. Yeah. I know uh, what's going on. Yeah. yeah,
0: Yeah. I'm going to get on that. I'm going to get on that tonight, I think. I need a new series. Oh, um, you're in for a treat. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, right, boys, well, that's, uh, that's that's all we've got time for. Yes, on?
1: Do we want the listeners to ring in with something for yeah, next week?
0: Yeah, yeah, ring in. We just need <laughs> to keep <laughs> ringing yeah, in. Ring yeah, ring, ring in, ring in, ring in. do. all that. It's got to get the number up because I keep forgetting it.
2: Well, I'll just direct them to the Instagram.
0: Yeah, go to the Instagram, Matt Dylan friends Instagram. People are more um, likely to go to the Instagram than remember a number, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Go to the Instagram. It's it's on the Instagram. But I'm going to give it to you anyway, just in case you got your pen and pad, because a lot of people do carry <laughs> pen and pads around these days. A lot of people have got their pen and pads. You know, you got on there zero three nine zero two one oh six two five. There you go. It's like a 90 <laughs> Yeah, anyway, it's on the <laughs> online. So check that out. <laughs> Enjoy it. Love it. Love to have you guys on the on it as much as possible. So IlixX. See you later. Mate.